Hallelujah. All right, let, let's give God some praise in the room. Come on, give God some praise. All right, so listen, I just want to uh, put your hands together. Let's give God some praise for the ministry of music. That was beautiful. That was, that was music ministry. Uh, I also want to give God some praise for the testimony time. Thank you so much. Uh, I know that was a blessing. You and I had many conversations. All right, so listen, uh, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk to you about the Word of God. I'm going to open up in Luke chapter 1. I'm going to talk about two pregnancies that happened in Luke chapter 1, one of which uh, is very common. I mean, I would say, I know that there's all kind of faiths, uh, all kind of denominations represented in this room, but when I talk about the virgin birth of Jesus, the Virgin Mary, that's something we can all agree on. Say amen. 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 So I'm talking, whether you're Catholic, Baptist, uh, Presbyterian, Anglican, Church of God, Church of Christ, Church of God in Christ, you believe in the virgin birth, right? And so I'm going to talk about these two supernatural pregnancies uh, that happened in Luke chapter 1, and the title uh, for just a few minutes, I want to talk to you about faith that makes the impossible possible. Say this, say, my faith, my faith. makes the impossible, makes the impossible. possible. Mark chapter 9 and verse 23 says, all things are possible to him that believes. Now, now what that means is that there, there are some things, there are some people that don't believe. And if you don't believe, for example, uh, the power of God is available to heal. Tom just talked about healing virtue that could flow through that person's eyes. And we believe that. We set our faith in agreement with that. So the power of God is available to heal, but some people don't believe in healing. Some people don't believe that healing is available today. So if you don't believe it, then it's not available to you. It's not that it's not possible. It's just not possible for you because you don't believe. But say this, say, I'm a believer. Yeah, so but those people in this room, I, I'm going to believe that you're a believer, not a doubter, that you walk by faith and not by fear, that you're going to look up and not down, that you're going to look forward and not backward, and that your heart is open to God. One of the things that we have to do is we have to keep our hearts open to God. What you never want to be is be closed. You want to be sensitive to what I call the divine promptings of the Holy Spirit. At all times, the Holy Spirit is speaking. Sometimes we're not listening. We need to be open to what the Holy Spirit is saying. I'm going to share four things with you. Here's the first one this morning. Open your heart to the unexpected. Say this. Say, I open my heart to the unexpected. Uh, one of the points that I'm going to deal with later is the power of having faith in two places, in your mouth and in your heart. There's there's something powerful that happens when you say something out of your mouth and your spirit hears your voice come out of your mouth, come back through your ears and get down in your heart. That's why I have you to say stuff because you're going to have whatsoever you say. So I want you to speak life and not death. I want you to speak blessing and not cursing. So say I'm open, I'm open. to the unexpected. So I want you to be open in 2024. I want you to be open to the unexpected because the power of God can manifest at any time. You could be talking to somebody here at Global Sales uh, as SKO. You could be talking to somebody on a, on a WebEx. You could be talking to somebody on the phone, on a Zoom call. You could be talking to somebody at Walmart and the Holy Spirit would just show up and say, hey, this is me. So you need to be open to whatever God, God wants to do, however he wants to do it. So in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's 400 years of silence. Say silence. So that silence is broken by this angel. So this angel, Gabriel, shows up to a man named Zechariah. Zechariah is a priest, and he and his wife have been trying to have a baby for years, and they couldn't have a baby. She was barren. And the Bible says they were old. Say old. old. So, B.B., I don't know how old that is, right? But if the Bible says you old, 
You old. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, I mean, the Bible said they was old. I mean, she was old. So Elizabeth was old. He was old. They had been trying all this time. And how many of you know that sometimes you're praying for stuff and you really don't believe what you're praying? And so he was praying to have a baby. The angel of the Lord shows up and the angel of the Lord says, hey, you about to have that baby. And he didn't believe it. And he actually, he was a priest. He was, he was actually offering incense. He was in the tabernacle and he didn't believe what he was praying. The angel said, okay, listen, the power of death and life is in the tongue. Since you don't believe, what I don't want you to do is to speak death over this baby. This baby, his name is John. He's John the Baptist. He's going to be the forerunner. He's going to make the way of the Lord. And so what I don't want you to do is speak negatively over him. And your words are so important that the angel said, okay, this is what we going to do. I'm going to shut your mouth. And you're not going to be able to say anything to protect the baby. I would rather, listen, if you can't speak life, I would rather you shut your mouth. <laughs> if, you can't see, if you can't speak positive, then don't say nothing, you know? And so the angel shut his mouth. She got pregnant, and boom, there it is. The supernatural was manifested in that household. Say that was supernatural. But then six months later, six months later, the same angel shows up to this young girl now. So one was old and one was young. The young girl, her name was Mary. We know her. And so she was six months pregnant when, when the angel shows up to Mary. And the angel says this. This is Luke chapter 1, verse 30. Don't be afraid, Mary, because the Lord is very pleased with you. You have found favor in the Lord's sight. Favor is, un, this is the unmerited favor. This is the grace of God. Grace is unearned. It is unmerited. It is undeserved. What could Mary do? Let's think about it. I mean, you guys are, a lot of people here in here or have engineering minds. Think about this. What could you do to earn the right to be the mother of Jesus? She didn't earn it. I mean, what could you do to earn it? It was the favor of God. Say the favor of God. It's the favor of God that's upon me. Don't try to act like you earn it. Don't try to act like you're that good because you're not that good. Just look straight. Don't look at your neighbor left or right. Just look at me and you acknowledge that you're not that good. Let Get over yourself. You're not that good. You, it is the goodness of God. God blesses me not because I'm good. God blesses me because God is good. God is a good God. If God only gave me what I deserve, Margaret, we say that we would all be men and women most miserable. You know what I'm saying? And so let's, let's be honest. It's not about us. It's all about him. Say amen to that. Amen. amen. So, so the angel shows up and says, listen, you didn't really earn it, but you found favor with the Lord. You're going to become pregnant. You're going to have a baby boy, and his name shall be Jesus. He will be great. People will call him the son of the most high God, and the Lord God will make him a king like his ancestor David. He will rule over the people of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary didn't question like Zechariah questioned. She, he did, she didn't question that it was going to happen. She just wanted understanding. Ending, right? She was like, well, how is this going to happen? Because I don't know if you understand this, Mr. Angel, but I've never had sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm a virgin. I've never, you know, how, how does that work? And he said, okay, well, let me explain. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you, and then supernaturally you're going to become pregnant because this child will be the son of the Most High God. This is not going to be the son of a man. This is going to be the son of a God, and so he's going to be born with, with, with a blood type G. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so this, is a whole, this is a whole different type of thing. And so she was like, okay, and, but, but she still wasn't getting it. And thankfully, we serve a God who loves us so much that he will bring it down to our level. Say, God speaks to me on my level. 
So this is what I call the power of a point of reference, right? Sometimes you're like, okay, I don't know, God. Are you really going to do that? I don't know. And then God does something for your crazy cousin. Don't act like you don't have one. Every family has one. Some families have two, right? And so God does something for your crazy cousin, and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, if God, if, if you, yeah, if you did it for her, I know you could do it for me. And so God says, okay, listen. Hey, Mary, listen. I want you to get this thing. So you know Elizabeth, right? And she goes, yeah, I know Elizabeth. And you know how Elizabeth couldn't have no babies, right? And so I was like, yeah, Elizabeth, yeah, she's been trying all her life. Uh, well, guess what? She said, what? There was no Instagram back then. There was no Facebook, right? There was, there was no, uh, none of this uh, Snapchat. So she didn't know that her cousin was pregnant. So he's, the angel says, hey, Elizabeth is six months pregnant right now. All things are possible with God. And when she heard that, this is what she said. Watch this. She said, okay, I may not understand it. Listen, I'm saying you're, you're about to head into 2024. God could be speaking to you about the things. Your managers can be speaking to you about numbers that seem astronomical. And you're like, oh my God, how are we going to do this? You may not understand how. You don't need to understand how. You just need to open your heart. Say, I open my heart. So, so, so she said, okay, listen, listen, I don't understand how this thing is going to happen, but I'm going to do this. This is what she said. She said, Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And when she said, Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, in other words, she was saying, amen. She was saying, I agree with whatever you're saying, even though I don't know what's gonna, how it's going to happen. In that moment, the Bible says the angel left. Why did he leave? Because in that moment, she got pregnant. She was open. Say open. All right. She was open. I say, I'm open. We got to be open to the promises of God. We got to be open to whatever God wants to do, however God wants to do it. Number two, we have to expand our capacity to believe God. One of the things that you got to understand that God can do anything. God can do all. There's nothing God can do. We serve a God, the Bible says, who sits on the circle of the earth. He has all power. He knows all things. I can't give you a grid coordinate. Uh, uh, Bob and I were in the army. Jay and I were in the army. We use grid coordinates or GPS coordinates. I can't give you a GPS coordinate where God is because there is no grid, grid coordinate where he is not. You know what I'm saying? He was in my room before I got here. He was in this room before you got here. And when we were walking down the hall, he was still in our room and in this room and in the hallway all at the same time. God is everywhere at the same time. God is in every time at the same time. There's nothing God can do. And so we got to open this. The problem is never God. We have to expand our capacity to believe God. So listen, in 2024, I want you to spend time with God so you can be open and you can expand your capacity to believe God. She, she expanded her capacity to believe God when she heard that point of reference. Uh, faith believes what God believes about you. Listen, your life will change forever when you believe what God believes about you. Faith is not what happens. Let me help you out. Faith is not you coming up with something and bringing it to God, bringing your laundry list to God, right? And saying, God, my name is Jimmy. Gimme, gimme, gimme. No, no, like, 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 Lord, this is all the stuff that I want. And then, and then you put in Jesus' name at the end of it and call that faith. That's not faith. Faith is not you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you on his plans. Faith, faith, faith. Yeah, faith is about God, not about you. Faith is about submission. Faith is about surrender. Faith, faith is about dying to self. Success in Christ is not a matter of more trying. Success in Christ is a matter of more dying. You must die to yourself. Pick up your cross daily and follow him. It is about yielding to the Holy Spirit. It's about discovering what God already planned for you from the foundations of the world. Say this. Say, I will find it. I will, find it. I will follow it. And I will finish it. 
before I die. And that's success. You just want to get out of you everything that God placed in you from the foundations of the world. Say amen to that. All right, number three, let me talk about the power of having faith in two places. What are the two places, Rick? The two places are in my mouth and in my heart. When I speak words of faith from a believing heart, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10 says it this way, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and you shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says, I didn't say it, the Bible says, you will be saved. And how do you get saved? By confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart by having faith in two places. And if, watch this, if confessing with my mouth and believing in my heart, if speaking words of faith from a believing heart delivered me from hell, then speaking words of faith from a believing heart can, can deliver me from circumstances, right? So, so my words matter. I need to be able to declare the word of the Lord. I need to come in agreement with what God is declaring over my life as you head into 2024, as you spend time in prayer. There are some things that God is going to speak to you and you may not understand it. You go to your spouse and you say, babe, listen, I believe this is what God is saying to us. Let, let's say what he said. Let's, let's believe what he believes about us. Let's declare what he's decreeing. And how long are you going to say it until you see what you said? You know what I'm saying? You got to keep saying what he said until you see what you said. It's only a matter of time before you have in your hands what God has revealed in your heart. But God wants you to speak it. God wants you to declare it. God wants you to announce it. One of the things that I've learned, Rich, is that in the kingdom of God, nothing happens until you announce it. And so, so you need to announce it. Listen, you need to announce some things. Th this is why those that, that follow today's word, I lead you in, in affirmations every day. You need to declare some things over your life. Why? Because the Bible says that you're going to have whatsoever you say. Good or bad, faith or fear, you will have whatsoever you say. You're actually having the words that you say. These things are manifesting in your life. This is the way that Isabella and I, we, we helped each other uh, uh, stop speaking negative. Whenever one of us would say something negative, the other one would say, Oh, that's your confession. I believe it's coming to pass. And then, and then I would say that. She, she said, oh, no, don't, well, don't say that. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean that. I said, well, why'd you say it? You know what I'm saying? Why'd you say it? Well, I didn't say that. I didn't mean that. Well, don't say it. So stop speaking negative. So you say something negative. Oh, you know, I, I, I can't say I, We always feel, I can't. Look, my feet are killing me. My back is killing me. Oh, you know, oh yeah, that's your confession. I believe it. Well, I didn't mean that. Well, then stop saying it. Don't, don't say anything negative over you and never speak anything negative over your children. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. All right, all right, listen, it's a prayer breakfast. Y'all getting ready to go to SKO? Let me give you the, last, the fourth point so we get out of the way. The last one is you got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to build you up and not tear you down. And so what happened? What happened? Let's go back to the story. So, so when, once Mary got pregnant, once she knew that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit, now she's like, oh, snap. You know, well, I'm from Brooklyn. You know, if she was from Brooklyn, she would have said, oh, snap. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, so, 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 she, so anyway, my words, oh, snap. What am I going to do now? I'm pregnant. <laughs> I can't tell my mama. You know what I'm saying? A Joseph is going to be mad at me. What am I supposed to do? Who's the one person that can identify with her crazy situation? Elizabeth. And so, so she said, well, let me go to Elizabeth in them house. If you're from the country, you know what I mean. And so she went to Elizabeth's house. And so she gets to Elizabeth's house, and this is what happens. See, when you're around the right people, you're going to hear the right things. When she gets to Elizabeth's house, Luke chapter 1, verse 38, Mary got up quickly and went to the hill country of Judea, and she went to Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth, who's pregnant now, her husband can't help her, he can't talk. He's writing down everything, you know what I'm saying? He can't talk. She has no encouragement. 
encouragement from her husband. He's like, mm, mm, mm. and so, so, so she's sitting there. She's six months pregnant. She got this joker who's supposed to be a priest. He don't even believe God. And so she's sitting there pregnant. And when her little cousin, her little cousin, she's an old lady. Her little cousin walks through the threshold of the door. The, her baby leaped in her belly and she was filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that the baby was filled with the Holy Spirit. And watch this. And then Elizabeth said, see, when you're around the right people, you're going to hear the right things. When you're around the right people, you're going to get words of encouragement. When you're around the right people, you're going to get words of confirmation. So Elizabeth said to Mary, Mary is standing there. She's a, she's a young girl. She's pregnant. No early pregnancy test. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have no sonogram. She had no physical evidence. She just knew she was pregnant, but she had no way of validating it. But, but because she got in the right environment, she got a word of confirmation. So the Holy Ghost rises up in her cousin and says, God has blessed you more than any other woman, and God has blessed the baby that you have. Hey, girl, how you know I'm pregnant? Oh, yeah, God has blessed the baby that you have. And then let me give you another word of confirmation. That baby, she says, who am I that the mother of our Lord should come to me? So not only did she confirm that she was pregnant, she confirmed that she was pregnant with Jesus, with the Son of God. See, when you're around the right people, you're going to hear the right things. You're going to, faith has a language. Say, faith has a language. I can hear faith and I can hear fear. When you're around the right people, you're going to hear the language of faith. They're going to speak the right things. And then, watch this, she heard with a lot. She said, when I heard the baby leaped inside of me, great blessings are yours because you believed what would happen and because you believed it, little cousin, now you got pregnant. Let me say this about surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. Let me tell you this story about some frogs and I'll get out of the way. So what, I like stories. Y'all like stories? Yeah. All right, so there was these frogs. And these frogs were jumping through the woods, right? They're just hopping their way through the woods, right? Just hopping through the woods. And there was three little frogs, three baby frogs, and they were hopping their way through the woods. And you know how little kids play. So the little frogs would like jump in and messing with each other and that kind of thing. And so those three little frogs, there was, mm, mm, mm. and when they jumped, two of them fell in a hole. Say they fell in a hole. So they fall in this hole, they go way down here. Now they're way down in this hole, and all the other frogs come around the hole, and they look down, it's like, man, that's deep. And so then, of course, what happens is they try to get out of the hole, and they start jumping, and they can't get out. And they start jumping, and they're jumping up, and they slide down. They're jumping up, and they slide down. And all the other frogs are like, come on, man, let's get out of here, man. We got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And they kept, they kept falling down. And finally, the other frogs said, listen, we don't have time for this. Why don't you just crawl up into the corner and die? Just crawl up into the corner and die. We don't have time for this. We just want to see you guys die so we can go on, crawl up into the corner and die. One of them did it. One of them crawled up into the corner and gave up the little baby frog ghost. He gave up the ghost and he died. The other frog kept jumping. And when he was jumping, the other frogs around the hole was flapping their little frog arms, saying, hey man, stop, stop, go ahead and die, go ahead and die. And the more they flapped their little frog arms, the harder this frog jumped. And the more they went like this, the harder he jumped. And finally, they were saying, no, die, no, die. And the more they said it, the more they did like this, the more he jumped. And he finally jumped out. He got out. He was like, <sighs> well, you know how he got out? You know why he was motivated? He was deaf. <laughs> so, so 
He thought they were saying, come on, man. He thought they were saying, you got this thing. You know what I'm saying? He thought they were saying, yeah, those little things. He thought they were saying, you can do it. You need to be around somebody that's going to tell you you can do it. You need to be around somebody that's going to encourage you, that's going to be encourage your dreams and not kill your dreams. You need to be around people that can tell you that no matter how impossible the circumstance seems, no matter how impossible. Listen, faith makes the impossible possible. Mary got pregnant. That was impossible. It happened. Elizabeth got pregnant. That was impossible. It happened. And no matter what you're facing in 2024, it is possible for you. In closing, let me tell you this. Number one, you got to open your heart. Say, I open my heart. Number two, you got to declare the word of the Lord. Say, I speak life. You got to speak life and not death. You got to speak blessing and not cursing. And then number three, I surround myself. Say, I, I surround myself with the right people. My mother used to tell me, I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn. I'm a, a Dominican kid from Brooklyn, son of uh, immigrants from the Dominican Republic. My mother would say to me every day when I walked outside, the opportunities to do bad were plenteous. <laughs> the motivation to do good was scarce. And she would say, mira, déjame decirte algo. Enséñame con quién andas y te diré quién eres. I was speaking in tongues. Let me give you the interpretation. <laughs> Show me who you hang with, and I'll tell you who you are. You need to connect with the right people in 2024. Connect with people that believe God. Connect with people that are not speaking negative. Connect with people that are not going to speak death over you. And if they do, don't receive it. Right? I mean, you have the power to receive, and you have the power to reject. And you, know, you need to give some people the Heisman. No, 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 I, I don't receive that. And so you, you want to speak life. You want to surround yourself with the right people. And therefore, when you get in that point where God speaks to you, the impossible will become possible for you. Amen? Let's give God some praise all over the room. All right. Hold on, Jake. Let me just pray for you real quick. Father, I thank you for this word. I pray that you seal this word. First of all, if there's anyone in the room that doesn't know Jesus, they heard Romans 10, 9, and 10 this morning. They can confess with their mouth and believe the, with their own heart the Lord Jesus, and they can be born again. Father, it, none of this matters if they're not going to heaven. So I pray, Father, that you would prick every heart that's not born again, and so that people will call upon your name and call upon your son, and they would be born again and enter your kingdom, and angels will rejoice, and we will as well. And then, Father, uh, for those of us that are born again, I thank you for the encouragement this morning to believe the impossible. We open up our heart. We connect with the right people. We're going to speak life and not death, blessing and not cursing, where the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, the where the winner, not the loser, and the victim, never the victim. So I thank you for this word. I thank you for the anointing that's on worldwide technology. I lift up Dave and Thelma Stewart and the mantle that's on them and, and what they have declared and decreed over this business. They've committed it to you as a seed. And so there are people connected to worldwide that don't even know that they're walking in the blessing because of the blessing that's on Dave and Thelma. Whether they understand it or not, I pray, Father, that you would, that you would manifest your blessing in their lives, that you would cause them to repent because of your goodness. Your goodness would draw people unto you in 2024 and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's give amen. God some praise. Amen, amen, amen. Give God some praise.